1: Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by our Chief Economist, Stephen Halmerick. Stephen, nice to have you on.
0: Thanks, Belinda. Very good to join you again.
1: Yes. Now, it is the second Tuesday uh, in the month, so it's the Household Spending Intentions uh, release and this month for August. Now, the consumer is really at front of mind at the moment given we've had five consecutive interest rate hikes from the Reserve Bank of Australia and not just uh, small interest rate hikes either. They've been uh, 50 basis points a clip apart from that first one uh, back in May with the cash rate now sitting at 2.35%. Stephen, what what, what happened to the HSI index over August?
0: Well, as you say, Belinda, there, there's certainly a lot of monetary policy tightening you know, in the pipeline. But for August, we actually saw the HSI index up again up 0.8 percent on the month so it's a fairly modest gain up to 115.5 uh, interestingly compared to august last year the index is up 15.1 percent but of course august last year uh, new south wales and victoria were in the you know what we might call the delta lockdown so those annual percent changes look pretty large um and so the month of august the the increases in the hsi were pretty narrowly based you know yet again mm. um, So we saw home buying, health and fitness, motor vehicles and household services up, uh, but some weakness in areas like travel, entertainment, transport and retail.
1: Now, we've noted in a lot of our uh, more recent reports that there's this real disconnect at the moment between consumer sentiment readings, which are at deeply pessimistic levels, and yet data like the Household Spending Intentions Index as well as more uh, older data from the Australian Bureau of Statistics still showing a quite elevated consumer spending data. It's really at the moment trying to unpack why that is and, and how that's going to unfold uh, over coming months as that interest rate hiking cycle really starts to hit the consumers. How do you think it's all going to play out and maybe what are some of the reasons why we are seeing that disconnect?
0: Well, if we look at the items that were up in August, uh, there's some, if you like, one-off reasons really supporting growth in those areas. Um, If we look at the areas where there was some weakness, uh, things like travel, entertainment, uh, retail, uh, certainly they look like areas that are now being affected by the higher interest rates, so discretionary spending is is coming away, Um, whereas there's, some, as I mentioned, some one-offs that are really supporting some of the other areas. But overall, the other key factor is that um, the Reserve Bank, as you said, has increased interest rates by 225 basis points, 2.25%. But really only the first two rate hikes, uh, 75 basis points worth, have impacted uh, people's uh, mortgage repayments. So there's quite a lot of tightening still in the pipeline that's going to impact the consumer in the months ahead.
1: Yes, and uh, our head of Australian economics, Gareth Ed, uh, did write a report on that, some really interesting uh, just outlines of of how long it can take for that uh, lift in interest rates to actually uh, flow through to the higher mortgage repayments. And that note was published on the 5th of September 2022, if anyone does want to jump online uh, to have a look at that. So just turning our attention back to the August, uh, household spending intentions data, we did see the motor vehicle index jump by 13.3% uh, in the month after, you know, quite a few consecutive monthly falls. What do you think happened uh, in that index to see the jump?
0: Yeah, as you say, motor vehicle spending intentions up 13.3% in the month. So what we think has happened is actually some motor vehicles have arrived in mm. the country. So for many months, we've had big uh, supply chain uh, bottlenecks, if you like, a uh, cars being ordered but not yet arrived. But the data that we can see um, and other you know, anecdotal evidence tells us that a lot of motor vehicles arrived in the month of August, a uh, final payment was made, and some people were happy to drive away in their new car.
1: Yeah, so we did see a surge in car imports uh, in the trade data in, in July as well, so all that timing does make sense. Uh, if we turn to home buying as well, we have seen a fair bit of volatility in that category, but the overall trend uh, is lower uh, over the past uh, 18 months or so. Uh, what is happening in that category?
0: So in home buying, yes, the index was up 10% on the month, although it's really worth pointing out that compared to August last year, it's down 23.6%. So as you say, those, those higher interest rates over, the, uh, over the, the last year certainly have an impact. But what looks like has happened in in the month of August is some refinancing, uh, potentially away from other financial institutions into the Commonwealth Bank, and our data has picked that up for the month of August.
1: And uh, finally, just talking about the the categories that rose, there was quite a big jump in health and fitness in August. Uh, Now, once again, we have seen some more mixed results uh, in this category, uh, but looking at some of the data, it looks like most of the improvement was centred on the health sector.
0: Yeah, so interesting development there. You're up 7.2% for health and fitness, but as you're saying, most of it in the health category. And it actually looks like some people have now um, gone back to the doctors or had surgery that they may have delayed during that COVID period. Mm-hmm. And now that uh, you know there's, there's a lot more freedom around uh, people are going back to the doctors, maybe getting some surgery done that they put off during that COVID time. So those expenditures now appearing in the month
1: of August. Yeah, certainly uh, if you just look at the daily case numbers, we're certainly uh, coming well off the peak. We saw uh, mid-winter, so that is some positive news. Now, they're the categories that we did see some lifts in August. Uh, You said at the start that uh, it was more those discretionary uh, sectors that did see Uh, Some falls in August, uh, probably apart from transport. But entertainment, uh, that fell uh, the sharpest in August. It was down 7.2%. What happened in that category?
0: Uh, So entertainment spending, we did see that index down 7.2% in the month of August. That did follow a solid 9% gain the previous month in July. And in fact, the biggest contributor to the decline in August was movie theatres. Uh, we actually think this might be what we call the Top Gun effect. Mm-hmm. So uh, the movie Top Gun was you know, really very popular uh, a month or two ago and looks like the run ended in August. So um, that really did swing around the entertainment uh, category quite a lot. Uh, the other declines in the month of August were actually eating out and restaurants, uh, drinking places, you know, bars, nightclubs uh, and fast food restaurants. So perhaps uh, some impact of the higher interest rates really beginning to flow through to that entertainment spending.
1: Yeah, it had been particularly uh, strong, as you said, uh, in recent months as well, but not surprising to see some uh, falls come through in that sector, as well as we did see, uh, after some more recent gains, uh, a fall in travel spending intentions.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, travel down uh, 3.9% in the month of August. Uh, that's actually the fourth month in a row of some uh, decline in travel. Uh, so that was led lower by hotels, motels, resorts, tourist attractions, uh, things like that. Perhaps there's a weather, you know, a seasonal weather effect mm-hmm. there. You know, it was uh, winter; the weather wasn't that great. Um, so uh, some seasonality there. Uh, but so travel spending is up uh, pretty substantially from its lows. Uh, so from August last year, it's actually up 141.2 percent. Uh, from August last year, again, when we're in Delta lockdown, that is actually still lower than uh, pre-COVID level, still lower than it was in 2019.
1: And the other category where we did see some uh, weakness come through was in retail. Now, we had uh, seen this category perform uh, reasonably well recently, but another sign that maybe those higher interest rates are starting to impact.
0: Yes, yeah, that's right. So retail down 1.3% in August. Uh, it was up pretty solid gains the, the previous month. A bit of a decline in things like men and women's clothing, uh, which again had been quite strong, convenience stores, variety stores, home supplies, shoe stores. So some weakness creeping in there to the retail numbers. Again, we think that would be related to the higher interest rates really beginning to impact on household balance sheets.
1: And finally, transport, maybe not so much of an interest rate story, but we did see some weakness come through in transport spending intentions.
0: Yes, down 4% on the month, but the the biggest swing factor there is uh, service stations, Mm. so spending on fuel and petrol and and diesel. Uh, So we know that the price of petrol was down uh, quite a bit through the month of August compared to the the highs seen in previous months. Mm. Uh, But it's probably worth remembering that as of the end of September, on the 28th of September, the fuel excise is going to go back up to its original 42.2 cents a litre, Uh, It's been 21.1 cents a litre since uh, the discount was announced in March. So through October, in particular, the price of petrol is going to be at roughly 20-odd cents a litre. And so that will likely see spending on service stations Mm. uh, improve again. But, of course, that's not a sign of uh, improved economic activity. It's just a a higher price that people will need to pay.
1: Stephen, it's going to be really interesting just to see as uh, the higher interest rates continue to impact um, mortgage repayments, how the consumer holds up uh, over the remainder of 2022. Thanks for joining.
0: My pleasure. Thanks, Linda
1: now uh, you can read the august edition of the household spending intentions index which was published on the 13th of september 2022 on combankresearch.com.au and the data used in the commonwealth bank household spending intention series is a combination of cba data and publicly available google trends data any reference to the term cba data means the proprietary data of the bank As the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.